0: news real news welcome everyone to the Tory Sesh show i'm your host tori so today is may 24th 2019 and i can't wait For May 27th, it's Memorial Day weekend. We are supposed to enjoy ourselves and take uh, advantage of Memorial Day weekend sales, which we all know are a facade, right? They're not really sales. But what we have is what I was hinting at in my frazzled moment yesterday, which is Great things and bad things come in three. Now, for us, they're great. For others, it's miserable. It's always in the eye of the beholder what you might find to be horrid, someone else may find to be joyous. And this is one of those cases. Assange charges May resignation. And what else? We have the D class. And the way it was done and how it's being done. Well, take a look into it because we have a lot of people that are providing commentary. A lot of people that are providing insight and what they're trying to do is make news of the past seem as if they're news of today and then new news of today either skewed as fake or old news so we don't have to bother with it. I think what's important is to take a look at how things are unfolding. How they're unfolding in regards to the upcoming exposures that will be um, shown. This is what we need to understand. There is a lot that will be depicted. A lot. And I think what we should start off with is... Michael Avenatti, let's start with that because we're going to enjoy this a little bit. Jussie Smullett, records are unsealed, which is going to unravel this ball of yarn of Chicago. That is just one aspect of it. And see just how involved the mainstream media is and how the faith we had in the news and how the faith we had in them delivering unbiased information to us cannot be rectified because they violated it. Take a listen to this. Michael Avenatti, the man who represented
1: porn star Stormy Daniels? Well, the media's favorite guest is back in the news after being indicted on 36 charges. 254. That's how many times Avenatti was featured on major TV networks in one year, according to Newsbusters
2: player michael avenatti is laying down the law and is he really thinking about running for president
1: joining me now live the man himself michael avenatti let's talk to somebody who understands the system very well michael avenatti he's donald trump's worst nightmare
0: michael thanks so much for being here did you talk to stormy daniels last night what was her reaction did the
1: president just get a new challenger for 2020 Stormy Daniels' lawyer, Michael Avenatti, may have just tossed his hat into the ring. Looking ahead to 2020, one reason why I'm taking you seriously as a contender is because of your presence on cable news.
0: Did you hear that? That's uh, Brian Settler, the one that deleted his twitters, his tweets on Twitter, so he can obfuscate the fact that he was promoting Michael Avenatti. Uh, you know, they think that people forget, which they are correct, and I'm just here to remind you. Here's AM Joy.
3: First, let me take a moment to brag on my former student. This dude right here, I think of him as in a justice league with Robert Mueller to save our
0: democracy. A nine year old boy has been reunited with his mother. Did you hear that? They aligned Michael Avenatti with Robert Mueller. In Guatemala. And the person who helped make this happen Stormy Daniels' lawyer and potential presidential candidate, Michael Avenatti. So he actually helped bring a child in from Guatemala. What do you say to critics who say this is a publicity stunt?
1: Doing good work, having kids reunited with their parents. I mean, my record speaks for itself.
2: Probably one of the biggest stars we have at this dinner tonight, of course. This is Michael Avenatti. And the only person right here
0: Donald Trump fears more than Robert Miller. <laughs> Miller? 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 Miller. Please welcome Michael
2: Avenatti. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that uh, that Trump is afraid of you.
0: Lawyers don't normally
3: do talk shows. I'm not your normal lawyer.
4: Yes, you are something of a folk hero now. Let's be honest. The whole reason that we're in love with you and Stormy is because we think you guys are the tip of the spear.
0: CNN. Tip of the spear. So because the president may have paid a porn star to live out a fantasy with a porn star, this is saving America. These people are insane. Think about it in context. Look at them promoting a man that committed nothing but crimes against his own clients. And his clients, dare they speak. I mean, you know, he's in bed with the Obamas and that's going to come to light through the Jesse Smollett investigation. It's going to come to light through the Nike investigation. This is all coming forward and this just demonstrates how the mainstream media is part of the attack on the American people all of them should be tried for treason all of them should be put on the spot because they violated the trust placed in them by the people you know yesterday I was chilling at night with my favorite snack which is total yogurt you know, because it's really nice and thick and it's Greek. So I'm biased with Greek honey, <laughs> tons of it. And I couldn't stop watching Don Lemon. I really couldn't. I mean, their ratings are probably going to go high. Like, a like someone on Twitter responded to one of my tweets last night because we're watching them. We're watching them implode. They have, they have nothing today. They were running videos on how Pelosi slurring her words was slow down, stop. Forget the slurring. Say it was an audio record, whatever. She cannot put out one coherent statement. She looks like she's had one too many strokes, and doesn't even remember what decade she's in or what agreements are named. She couldn't even formulate the name for the USMCA. She didn't know what it was—the United States, Canadian, Mexico Agreement. She didn't even know that. She has. Nothing in there. Why? Probably dementia. And remember, she's number three in line. And yet they question the president's health and no one looks that way. This is pure insanity. This is where we're at with the insanity. And then, you know, fake news and people jumping the gun. We see people talking so much about the Assange situation. Oh my gosh, it's a violation. Oh my God. And you see Democrats running to his rescue because he is safe. We've got Assange. Do not look any further. Yes, 18 charges, but can they stick? No. But if they filed precedent, are you getting it now? This was all done together. Assange, now we can hold people accountable for leaking and hold them under the Espionage Act. Boom. Boom. Why did May resign? Let's listen to May's short resignation. So short. Like I mentioned it yesterday that she's going to be resigning. And what I did say was it's not because of the Brexit. They they want her to leave because of the Brexit, but it's not because of the Brexit. It's not, guys. It's because she's embarrassing the United Kingdom. She did not comply with President Trump. She caused the issues of them working with Obama to overthrow a sitting president and to manipulate elections in the United States. She is going to be strung up by her toes.
5: I will shortly leave the job that it has been the honor of my life to hold. The second female Prime Minister, but certainly not the last. I do so with no ill will, but with enormous and enduring gratitude to have had the opportunity to serve the country I love.
0: She cried. I gave it a somber moment. She cried at the end of it. She cried because she knows what is to come. She cried. And that was pretty awesome. But you know what's also awesome is that she's not leaving the office until June 7th, which means when the president goes out there and starts parlaying with the queen during his state visit, she'll still be prime minister. And there will be words to be had, discussions to be made, because the declassification won't come till after the visit, finalizing the details the United Kingdom has showed that they don't want embarrassment and so they are having President Trump come along he set the timeline out you know something that people didn't pay attention to is that yesterday while they were having elections there was also a pl- preliminary hearing of Julian Assange's extradition to the United States these charges were not random they could have been done earlier earlier Right. But they didn't. It's just to reinforce that we want Julian Assange to be coming to the United States. This man won't do a day of prison time, a day of prison time. He will not. Okay, he'll be under custody during the trial. We need to protect him and keep him safe, but he won't do a day. So we have put out more charges to reinforce our case that will be discussed in June. Because now Sweden wants a piece of the pie. Sweden, you know, part of the whole EU conglomerate, part of the fact that the EU finds us as enemies and aligns us in the bucket of China and Russia. Yes, that one. People need to stop. Leave it alone. Don't you trust the president? Do you really think he's going to hold Assange accountable? He exposed crimes against children. He exposed all these things rightfully. How can he be tried for espionage? The only way espionage really sticks is if both parties find a benefit. Meaning, would Assange have a benefit of hurting the united states did he receive any money did he receive a gift did he receive a dinner because the thing is they can't make that stick because he releases information for all nations around the world keep that in mind thus he cannot be claimed to be espionage yes he announced i'm looking for all this because he has so much information that he has not published a lot of information that leads to more soliciting, soliciting or putting out, I'd really love to see what went on there. I'd really, doesn't mean anything you can solicit. I mean, you know, CNN solicits, Waypost solicits, give us a tip, give us the dirt, drop it in this box, totally secure, leak it. So are they engaging in espionage because they're advertising? No. Will they have, will both parties benefit? So, if someone anonymously or, you know, with their name provides information to a publisher, so, you know, Chelsea Manning didn't put his her name on it, it was supposed to be anonymous. Uh, sources were not supposed to be found. Obviously, they were found by way of access, et cetera. But no one said, hey, Manning gave me this information. It's all confidential. If Manning was paid for the information, okay, it could be buying uh, foreign secrets, but Manning wasn't paid. Manning wasn't seeking fame or glory. Manning kept mouth shut. No benefit, ergo no espionage. Espionage is for the fact of advancing someone's agenda and both parties being satisfied. Let's keep it simple, kind of like intent for Hillary Clinton. Right Was there an intention to harm the United States with her having a private server that 's what they said right because intent is what drives the crime i 've said this before a mother that still that steals you know milk off of a shelf. her intention was not the was was to steal, but it wasn 't for her benefit but for survival, so that could be excused right um, intention intentions are always important if someone you know advertises i'm gonna give you the best burger ever and then you go and you get this burger and it's disgusting you have to see that there was intention for them to advertise as such knowingly that they had a yucky burger make sense okay so having said that we got may out of the picture may's in a lot of trouble because the united kingdom is our relationships right now are hanging from a thread from a thread with them so on that note on that note i wanted us to kind of revisit what has been said by the president. I'm playing a clip from a reporter that I absolutely adore. You guys all know him, Chris Berg. He put it well, so well together yesterday. I was just, I was so pleased to see it. So let's listen to what the president had to say, and then I'll play his analysis in regards to the declassification, but more so what's coming to light. <laughs>
3: In tonight's final final view, we go back to President Trump's presser from earlier today. He was asked about the deep state. He now has a new name for them. Plus, this is pretty stunning. He mentioned this. These are bad people. You know, a lot of people say deep state. I don't say deep state. We have a lot of bad people, and I think they're being found out. I think right now uh, I saw where Comey is blaming this one and Brennan's blaming another one and Uh, They're going against each other. And Clapper, I think, yesterday maybe is blaming President Obama. Oh, so surprised to see that happening. Got a lot of bad people. Got a lot of bad people. A lot of bad people. Oh, he blamed President Obama. Surprised to see that one. So we went and did some digging. Now, this isn't from yesterday, but this is James Clapper from a while ago. And he said this about all this Russia, Russia, Russia stuff.
0: Before we get into that, so if you heard the presser, the president said they're all throwing each other under the bus. Months ago, I told you they're going to cannibalize each other the minute, you know, their feet are like on the fire. And we're seeing this. They are cannibalizing each other. It's his fault, his fault, his fault. We saw it with Lynch testimony saying, well... In regards to the defensive briefing, I'm not the one that would direct that. So who would direct it? And like I demonstrated in my first uh, article of the series, Russia Hoax Part 1, which is on Torysays.com, you'll see that the presidential transition executive order and the law, the transition, presidential transition act of 1963 – dictate that it is the president of the United States that gives the order to every single agency to enact uh, defensive briefings, to offer uh, national security advising, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But also people have to remember there's something called the chain of command. And I've said this before. Do you really believe? That the agencies were rogue? Do you really believe the FBI took it upon themselves with no direction to start an investigation? Or did the CIA do it on their own? Or did the DNI right, start capturing information and spying illegally without a directive? You think they were just all rogue people? These are really, really bad people, and the chain of command, the top of the chain was Barack Hussein Obama, and he is responsible, and the thing is, Clapper hasn't lied to you. Take a listen. He said it himself over a year ago on Anderson Cooper's show.
3: If it weren't for President Obama, we might not have done the intelligence community assessment that we did that set off a whole sequence of events which are still unfolding today, notably Special Counsel Mueller's investigation. President Obama uh, is responsible for that, and it was he who tasked us to do that intelligence community assessment uh, in the first place.
0: Did you guys hear that? It was Barack Hussein Obama that tasked them. With the collection and collation and creation and manufacturing and delegation of this fake, fake Russia collusion delusion. Are you understanding this? This is why CNN is not talking. Where's Clapper? Where, where, where is the Clapper video, Anderson Cooper? We found it. Don't you have it? Or is it like Brian Stettler that they're starting to what? Delete their tweets, delete their evidence. Unfortunately, we've downloaded videos. We have it. And there's no going back. The bottom line is they colluded. They conspired to not at first take down a president, but to usurp our democratic process our electoral process, our right to vote. They were stripping us of the right to vote. And do you know how many people are involved? Tons of them. I've gotten a lot of heat from all of you. I got heat from other editors where I've written articles calling out people like Pence and Coates and Rosenstein. Nobody wants to hear it. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that they're all dirty. And I've said it before. You need to place a snake in the most prominent position to follow it back to its lair. You know how um, in movies you see a crime has been committed and there's a murder scene and then there's tape and they're like, oh, it's probably, you know, the uh, perpetrator is probably in the crowd watching kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see movies where they take – they have a suspect but they don't go after him but they follow him Uh, the minute they put out news that they probably know where the body is because even if they don't, they bluff. And they follow him because they know he's probably going to go and move the body or you know get rid of it better, cover up their tracks. Right. So this is why you place evildoers like that. And um, this morning I was on the Scott Adams show and I said it's kind of like this. Say you know that um, some information is missing from an office and uh, they suspect that it's uh, the maid, okay? Now, how would you do that? You would advertise that you have that information in your office and then hire the maid. You would make sure you have eyes and ears everywhere. And then you bring the maid on. The maid isn't going to go steal it, but maybe try to cover up the tracks of stealing it before or leading you to the methods of how they steal. Because once you learn the method, I've said this before, it's not about the crime that was committed. It's the method, how it was done. I've said it again and again for, 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 since it happened, since 2016, since we got word of the leaks. We're talking March 2016. That when they cover up, they're not going to use resources or individuals that can be traced. The only way you can do this is off the grid. And the only way we don't have jurisdiction to monitor the grid is when it's done from the outside of the United States, partnering up with nine eyes and five eyes. And we've already seen our Nine Eyes partner fired their heads of intelligence. Misfood is on the market now. It's all coming down. It's kind of like a ball of yarn. You've pulled that string and now it's rolling. And it's about time that it's going to unravel. And so it is unraveling. You see them in pure panic. Look no further than Adam Schiff's tweet this morning where he says that the president is weaponizing law enforcement against his political enemies. No, Adam, you did that. You all did that. Obama did that. He weaponized our law enforcement, our intelligence community, and our mainstream media. They were always weapons, but they were never used to this effect with a 007 license. That's the difference. And a 007 license to cover up leading to a bunch of crimes, a bunch of them is a problem. It is a very big problem. We're talking 311, 428, 417Bs that you are hiding. 417B is code for someone with a bomb. Did we not see how there was a house with a bomb and it was just being stored to be used at a later date? You don't seem to understand. What about the 187 of July 2016? We need to be paying attention. The 311, the 428, children, what they're doing, it's all coming out and there is no way they can stop this because once you pull that thread and that ball of yarn starts to tumble there is no coming back they're done they're in complete panic mode and you know the mainstream media all they're doing right now is mitigating the attacks on Pelosi mitigating the attacks on Schiff Mitigating attacks. That's what they're doing. Now they're trying to paint Barr, who is one of their own, who doesn't move goalposts, but is very effective in his old guard ways within the posts. Okay? Because we got to think, what will he declassify? I already told you. He's not going to stay long. I've already told you that. But it is important that you pay attention. Again, you never, ever just put someone who is honest and truthful in the swamp. You put a swamp monster in it. Have you guys seen that new show, Blood and Treasure? I totally watched it, bad acting, but I love like, you know, archaeology and crime like that, intricate stuff. Um, Well, in that show, what did they do? They hired a criminal to help them unravel the crime. Stay tuned. I'll see you all in just a bit. Welcome back to the Tory Says Show. I'm your host, Tory. So, continuing on, we must understand that everything that happened yesterday was for Memorial Day weekend. I did tell you that the next great weekend will be Labor Day weekend, right? And I've been talking about that really important weekend for a reason. Now, as I told you in the first half hour of this first half of the Tory Says Show, the Assange charges, May resignation, and the D-class happen concurrently for a reason. For a reason. We need the precedent for the leaking to be considered espionage. The methods that were used, which were bona fide and exact to those of FBI agents, congresspersons, senators, working with our local media. Remember the name Mark Straw look it up look up and see who this person is that was a spokesperson for ben rhodes look where they are today mario and luigi are very well needed because pompeo is waiting at his house waiting with boots up to his knees this declassification is not going to come tomorrow This declassification is to now further fleece out. It's kind of like, you know, um, back in the day before there were dryers, and even when there were dryers, and I prefer it this way too sometimes, when you used to put your laundry out to dry, you know, out in your yard, um, you used to kind of like, you know – take the sheet and kind of move it around to make sure there's no particles on it and it's fresh, no leaves or anything. Well, this is exactly what this D-class order by the president is doing. Because here we know exactly what we're waiting to see. And if anything is missing, anything is obfuscated or anything is misplaced or I can't find anything like that. Direction will be provided. Oh, maybe you need to look here. And what if they say it's not there? We already have it. It's okay. But now we know who in that chain of custody needs to be removed too. That's how you fleece them out. You follow it. Now, (laughs) I wanted to play a clip. Clip to let you know. Why I never liked Dan Coates. You remember that meeting where uh, Glenn Simpson met with Chef and how he met with Rosenstein, and how I've been saying he met with Coates and a bunch of other people, and nobody, you know, really gave merit. And you know what sucks is that everything that came out yesterday, I told you about yesterday before it happened, and I've been talking about it all week. But it seems that people, for some reason, still give merit to specific methods of getting this communication persons or style of writing so take a listen to this so you understand it clearer i've played this before i think it's time we revisit it I have some breaking news the white house has announced on twitter
2: that vladimir putin is coming to the white house in the fall
1: say so that or- again
3: <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Vladimir Putin coming. Did I hear you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be special.
0: (laughs) In
5: Helsinki, the president was alone with Vladimir Putin for two hours, more than two hours, with only translators.
0: Basically, how do you know what happened? You were on the dark side of the moon. How do you have any idea what happened in that meeting?
1: Well, you're right. I don't know what happened in that meeting. Um, uh, I think uh, as time goes by, and the president has already mentioned some things that happened in that meeting, I think we will learn more. But that is the president's prerogative. Um, uh, If he had asked me uh, how that ought to uh, be conducted, I would have suggested a different way but that's not my role. That's not my job. So, um, uh, it is what it is.
0: That was Dan Coats. That was Dan Coats learning about Putin coming to the white house and laughing and mocking and making faces. And there's Dan Coats mitigating the situation, expressing the concern that he had about the way the meeting was done. And, you know, how he would have done it differently, but it's not his place to say it. Um, Speaking of weaponizing, before we jump onto it, um, that reporter, Chris Berg, that I totally adore, as I've told you before, only because he's like minded. I think a lot of people need to get together with journalists that are like minded, that stay true to the message. But one thing is, is that I'm super jealous that he's had four, four, three or four, at least three one to one interviews with the president. Here's one that he had with the president about politicizing the Justice Department. Like I've said, weaponizing the law enforcement, intelligence community, Department of Justice. He weaponized everything. Our allies were weaponized against us. Take a listen to President Trump talking about it.
3: It's a question about uh, President Obama, sir. he also said that you should stop politicizing the Justice Department. Here's my question for you. I'm assuming you've seen these FISA warrants. Have you? Uh, I have not seen them. No, I have not. So I'm assuming you've seen some uh, confidential, classified information. Well, what I can, you, can you say that Barack Obama, did, did he politicize the Justice Department against your campaign? Oh, I think so. I think absolutely. And I think his whole group is uh, a disgrace what they did to my campaign. And I can tell you this. All you have to do, you don't have to see anything. All you have to do is watch fair news. Fair news, not fake news and you'll see what's going on. And look, what's ac- actually, now they're starting to go down, in my opinion. They're finally starting to go down. What they did with respect to my campaign is a disgrace. And what they did with respect to Hillary Clinton, where they gave her a pass on everything that was so serious, the things that they did, when you uh, when you get rid of 33,000 emails, when you do the kind of things that they were doing on that campaign, Also, probably you could include Bernie Sanders in that whole thing. But when they did to me, whether it's surveillance or a much stronger term, because I believe it was a much stronger term than that. And a lot of other people do. No, nobody politicized the Justice Department more than Barack Obama. Strong statement.
0: Very strong statement. And that is truth. He weaponized every single head of agency. None of them, as you heard from Clapper, would do anything unless they were directed to. The directive came from Barack Hussein Obama. And, you know, earlier today, uh, you know, yesterday and today, a lot of people have been tweeting about Pelosi, slurring her words. We've got CNN coming to her defense. Listen, guys, when you want to avoid jail time, you play the sick card. Okay, especially when you're a congressman, congresswoman, senator, former senator, former FBI, you suddenly get sick. We saw that with Harry Reid. Remember, Harry Reid was being prosecuted and he suddenly got pancreatic cancer and then he hit himself in the face with a TheraBand, sued them, got better, but... He says that the Thera ban caused him damage, right? You know, the workout ban, the stretchy ban caused him damage to not be able to, <laughs> to work in the Senate. It wasn't the fact that the FBI had filed charges against him. It's not the fact that he was corrupt and part of the ilk, the McCain ilk. Remember, that's what he called it, the McCain ilk that, you know, Senator Um Graham are part of. And Coons and uh, Hoven, uh, these are Republicans, along with Schumer, which is a Democrat. They were a gang of seven that Harry we- Reid noted. So when he needed out of going to jail, when the FBI came down on him, what happened? He got sick. And just now, breaking just a few minutes ago, guess who passed out during a presser? Nadler. Oh, dear. He fainted. This is what they do. They pull the sick card to back down, kind of like McCain did when the pressure was on. But, you know, he had that scar over his eye. The same one that Bernie Sanders got, which was a TikTok. So... Corrupt people have the same MO. They all have the same scapegoats. I can almost guarantee you that when it comes down to Hillary Clinton on uranium one in the mid-year exam and other crimes like Benghazi that will be coming down on her, she'll be sick. And people will feel sorry for her. I mean, we already know she's sick. She was campaigning with a catheter strapped to her calf, okay? Okay. She had a J-tube while she was campaigning. She's been sick. She was never fit for president in the first place. Her job was to carry the torch and ensure that her running mate was the one that would take over and continue. They could not let the presidency go into hands that would not cover the previous one. If you want to talk cover-up, Pelosi, we should talk cover-ups stemming decades and multiple presidencies before. And it seems, you know, after this break, in my next hour, I'm going to read to you surprising information, information that I've had exclusive ability to take a look at in the drafting of articles of impeachment against against President Barack Hussein Obama. But this isn't going to happen until we take the House back and we're taking the House back. In 2020, we are taking the House back. And I'll walk you through a few of them. This is purely a draft, but it's been done. And I'm actually thinking of maybe putting it together on a separate page so we can archive it as a time capsule for when it comes. You know, maybe I'm a time traveler. Who knows, right? And I know all these things. Maybe we can claim like April did (laughs) that time travelers got on the ToriSays.com website and put it there. Um, But I'm going to put it up there. That's going to be my project this weekend. It'll be my Memorial Day weekend thing. Um, And I'll have to go off memory. It's pretty interesting, huh, guys? It's all coming down, all of them. And you know, Coates, like I always said, he was corrupt. I had two articles written and submitted to mainstream, uh, you know, publications that are considered conservative or alternative conservative, whatever. And they were both shot down, not just with my byline, even if the editor would run them under their name. And it was about Coates. Mm. And here's where I say, "Mm, I was right, because normally the process of releasing any intelligence information goes to the director of national intelligence. The fact that the president did not recognize the authority that Dan Coates has in order to direct this and execute it, but instead vest the power into William Barr, indicates... That there are open criminal investigations into the DNI. That is something people need to understand. If you can't trust the boss of an agency that is to be tasked to execute your request, you hand it over to the cops, right? So AG Barr is going to be instructing every single head of the intelligence community elements To provide all information, this will go to the Section 702 uh, upstream keepings. This will go to rank and file. And, you know, maybe uncover a couple of black ops uh, units, which the Attorney General, and, you know, even though he is the cop over the whole land, isn't actually clear to know all these things, in a sense, if you know what I mean. You would think he is, but he's not. It is on a need-to-know basis. And now President Trump, what he has done is provided him, I guess, a license to everything. So how will that be honored and how will it be done? Because we will see obfuscation. We will see omission of facts. We will see omission of retention of data. And that is going to stem down to, well, it was my duty. Kind of like you saw Nellie Orr and many others that have been in that position having worked in the intelligence community and especially on liaised projects through contracts. Lockheed Martin's going to be involved here soon. We're going to see uh, Security Global of Luxembourg involved here soon. We're going to see other companies involved here soon that are all contractors with the federal government. A lot of names to be dropped. A lot of things to come out of it. Guilty by association. Guilty by association in regards to how things are connected in the cyber community. Think of it this way. Who coined the relationships of persons that infiltrate, that are considered hackers? That if they're associated in some way with a group of persons, that they are then ultimately that group of persons, even though they're independent. It was CrowdStrike. We'll get into that in the later half. I'm mentioning this because this is important. Because what we're going to be seeing in the month of June, which I told you, is the time that we're going to be testing Bar. Remember that. Do you remember that? Do you remember how I told you a proposition for a secondary council will be placed? Do you remember that? This is where the test comes. When you get the free pass to do good and we say, all right, do it. You've got full control. I trust it. Do it. But you misuse that trust or you work within the guidelines of the law, like I've said before. To make it look like you're following the law and it's not moving goalposts. But in essence, it is. You're shifting within the boundaries to ensure that you can protect yourself from decision. Because I'm telling you that this directive the president gave will give birth... To the narrative of the necessity of a secondary special counsel, due to the involvement of the CIA director and the DNI director. This is where we need to be paying attention. Because when they manifest and this recommendation is done, it indicates that this is the last Hallelujah. The last hallelujah to not allow the articles of impeachment against Barack Hussein Obama to proceed. Because that would be the smoking gun. When you get briefed for a mission, when you get briefed for a project or an operation, you are told where these directors are coming from so if I am the director of national intelligence I was Clapper and I wanted all all upstream data from these people you know for years to be collected I would direct them into how they can collect it um, and why they are collecting it in the sense of We are under the impression of this. Now, the people that are collecting it would then say to me, but Tori, you're my director, but in order for me to intercept and collect all this information and store it, I need to have a warrant from the FISA court to do so no we don't need it we're going to be putting it in there because this is of high national security importance and because it's of sensitive material with um, former generals and former um, you know FSOs foreign service officers uh, we need to be very discreet and you know my subordinate would then say okay but my subordinate because they're smart would take notes, would label every single file collected under that directive. And that directive would indicate that it was a directive from the president as stated to me, the director of national intelligence, right? That is how it would go. And that way I, as the person that then, you know, assigns a team of persons to intercept this data, and create algorithms for automatic um uh capture or manual capture I would have to brief them. Now, they wouldn't have to know that it's coming from Barack Hussein Obama, but they would know it's coming from Clapper. And they would know that me, as their boss, delegating these duties is assigning it under a certain file code, a certain um, clearance code, and compartmentalizing it correctly. And on that batch are the notes. So... The fact that Clapper made it known over a year ago that Obama gave the directive is one thing. It is when he gave this directive, how he gave this directive, how they were instructed to evade the law even though the FISA courts had spanked them for collecting this data is very important. And here's the deal. While Dan Coats was in that office... Did this data go missing? Has it been put into so many little boxes that you cannot find it? Is it sitting in a filing cabinet that requires the special card? That is the question. Is it in that level four? That's the question. Is it in the no-go zone? That's the question. What has he done since he's been in? Because obviously, he doesn't like the president. Because obviously, according to the meeting with Rosenstein and Pence and others discussing wearing a wire, Coates made it clear that the president is, and I quote, an imbecile. How did he ever get elected? You can quote me on that. That should be coming out soon. I'm pretty sure that Rod already put it down there. I don't know. Did he mention it? Did he put it down there? Who knows? But they all discussed the wire on how he's incapable of being president and how he's childish. I mean, we saw it in the New York Times, you know, anonymous per se letter that came out of this meeting See, it's all coming down to the wire. We have Haspel sitting as director of the CIA. Haspel, who shared offices with Hannigan, right? She was in London working with the Obama administration and receiving Brandon, Page, and Strzok. They all had coffee. They all went to GCHQ. They all collected this information. I mean, you know, that's the thing. And now we're hearing people saying, oh my gosh, you know, so-and-so was so upset about Israel and the settlements that when they found out that Flynn was talking about Israel, they told Gates, stop, stop. No, General Flynn spoke with Kislyak about the UN Security Council's vote on the settlements for Israel, asked Russia as well as other countries to stymie that vote because it would have long-term impact. On President Trump's agenda, which, by the way, is completely 100% legal as he is in a quasi official position and mitigating any long term commitments Obama is making. And here's the deal Obama rushed that vote purposely, purposely to cause damage to the Trump administration's agenda. And this happened, you know, mid December. This is why Flynn had that conversation. So anyone pushing you information that, oh, we intercepted it because we were like kind of looking. No. Flynn wrote it down. Flynn provided that to the defense, uh, to to the um, DIA. They already knew it. Everyone knew it. So anyone saying anything different is lying to you. You have to be careful. The infiltration within the Trump administration comes from all over the world and in all shapes and sizes and many of them wear red hats proudly and yet those hats are compromised hats so you must be diligent where you get your information you must be careful where you get your analysis because you can't trust anything and unfortunately For myself, putting it out there, you know, it kind of saddens me that even though I said it, you know, it's not news unless it's coming from a specific source, which, uh, you know, specific source in general, which brings me back to the whole brainwashing. We talk about liberals and libtards and insanity of the left and their following on how... You know, they just are so devout and spoon-fed that they will only listen to news there. It's no different on the right. People do not have the ability in 2019 to discern fact from fiction. People have lost the capability of questioning things. And this is very important because especially now until the elections of 2020 you will see facets of information, misinformation. I mean, Avenatti even tweeted out being indicted with all these things that it's all social media's fault for misinformation. He's kind of right. Because on social media, you find all this information. It's people that I follow, people that are insane, people that are talking about the Assange situation as if it's devastating and applauding the Democrats for you know going after this and supporting him. They don't get it. You need to trust the plan. That's the way it is. You can't pull their pants down. You let them do it themselves and dismantle the whole group from within while you stand and watch it. Look at them burn. Crispy too. Right after this break, we'll talk about articles of impeachment And responses to the declassification.
3: Steeper and grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to
0: their next we'll be discussing news, foreign and domestic unfiltered news. Real news. Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Sess Show. I'm your host, Tori. It's Memorial Day weekend. And did you know that statistics say that people buy the most mattresses on Memorial Day weekend? Pretty insane, right? It's not like they really have sales. Um, (laughs) It's not really a sale if you mark it up and then pretend to mark it down. Now, over the break, I had a conversation with someone that called me and said, you know what I realize is that President Trump knew all along this facade. The setup, everything. And they were all laughing at him. And I said to him, Yeah, you're right. Because they knew that there was no way in their mind that President Trump can overcome the coup that they had created. The coup, in the respect of they had people on the inside everywhere, even people he hired. We're talking Tillerson. We're talking, oh, there's so many of them. So many people on the inside. So he had so many, they had so many people on the inside, it would be impossible for the president to parse out the rubbish, to parse out the um, corruption. But here's the beauty of the intelligence community. It's never who you have working on the inside. It's always who you have working from the outside. President Trump has an army on the outside, an army of patriots on the outside that have the capability, that have the ability to parse through. And every single one of you, every single tweet, every single observation you make that may have been missed is looked upon. Every single letter you send him, every single fax, every single email, every single complaint, there's eyes on them. It's not the only way that you can cut out a wound is by coming in from the outside, correct? Kind of like cancer. We fail usually using chemotherapy right why because it's from the inside to remove and that means that it is in the environment that the cancer festers which means the cancer has dominated that environment and you are battling for battleground it's like there's an army in a valley and there's thousands of them and then you know you want to come up from the side through a little passage that's really narrow and think you're going to make it. But because there's so many in the valley, how are you going to make a change? So you airdrop, right? Kind of like cancer. The best way to remove it is by going inside from the outside and putting out a perimeter and extracting it. I hope that helps. So that people can understand where this is really going, we are seeing pure panic. We're seeing it from Nadler pulling the sick card, like all of them do. And like I said, remember Harry Reid, the indictments were read by the FBI. The next day he lost the election. And then right after that, he got pancreatic cancer. Just, Just, This is how it happens. It's the sick card. So you have to know that Okay, let me put it this way before we get to the articles um, of impeachment. So if I focus on, let's see, if I focus on Nadler and his stupid acts and the way he talks and the way he moves and everyone's like, oh, Nadler, this, blah, 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 blah. Then J-PAL, who's sitting there on her cell phone, right, ignoring everything that's being said in the committee, just kind of there, thinks that, you know, no one's talking about J-PAL, so I'm cool. I'm really cool. No one's talking about me, like, what? You know, I'm fine. Because I've attracted all the attention to Nadler, it makes J-PAL feel safe. I've attracted all the attention to Pelosi so it makes this person feel safe. I've attracted all the attention to the Democrats so it makes the rhinos feel safe. See, it's all about look at this hand and using the other one to smack them. That is how you put things in perspective. You need to understand what strategy is. How do you come at an enemy that has roots that go on? It's like a weed, man. Have you ever had... Okay, funny story. I'm fine with people making fun of me. I asked a person to come to my house to help me deal with my vegetable patch. Um, I thought... <laughs> I thought something that was like super tall and almost like a tree. The roots were just so I couldn't pull it out was corn. It was a weed. You guys taller than my eight foot fence, a darn weed. Weeds have a way of grasping onto the ground like nobody's, but you can't pull them out. So think, how do you get into this garden of weeds that are taller than my fence? That are almost like trees, but they're not. Because they're not trees, they're not established. They have to leave at some point. How do you pull it out? How do you go in there and pull it out? It's when it's most vulnerable. And when is it most vulnerable when it's not paying attention? So, where we've been looking at and what we've been doing, we've leave we've left these weeds alone. We don't talk about them much. We don't even have them out in the open. Talking to people, I mean, last time you heard a Haspel was with this Khashoggi charade. The fake Khashoggi thing. The paid for by the Turkish government Khashoggi thing. The European ooh, Khashoggi thing. You know, the attempt to manipulate and force our president to change his foreign policy with Saudi Arabia thing. But then you didn't hear from her again. She's kind of like there, not there. Same thing with coats. Gosh darn it. All this stuff with Rosenstein's coming out. Last time we heard of him actually talking was at the CyberSec conference and he was making fun of the president. So we're focusing elsewhere because we're busy somewhere else. Right? That's important because it gives assurance to clowns. It gives a lot of assurance to clowns. So, I want to get into these articles of impeachment if you guys fancy. I don't think anyone else is going to be putting this forward. No one's as bold as me to make predictions or say things like this. And I'm totally fine. I own it. And if it's not going to come to fruition, I would totally bet my life on it anyway. Because it's now an obligation, not an option. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and all of the people of the United States of America against Barack Hussein Obama, former president of the United States, former, excuse me, 44th president of the United States of America in maintenance and supports its impeachment against him for high crimes and misdemeanors. In his conduct, whilst holding the office of the President of the United States. Barack Hussein Obama is in violation of his constitutional oath to faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States and to the best of his ability preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. And in violation of his his constitutional duty to take care that the laws be faithfully executed has prevented, obstructed, and impeded the administration of justice in that and I have to not go into it, but I can tell you that there are 12 points to that. There are 12 points to that one article. So we'll jump into um, the closing of it, which is wherefore Barack Hussein Obama with such conduct warrants impeachment and trial and stripped of, uh, stripped of the title of President of the United States. Article 2. Former President Barack Hussein Obama, using the powers of the office in violation of his constitutional oath to faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States and to the best of his ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States, and in disregard for his constitutional duty to take care of, That the laws be faithfully executed has repeatedly engaged in conduct violating the constitutional rights of citizens, impairing the due and proper administration of justice and the conduct of lawful inquiries or contravening the laws governing agencies of the executive branch and the proposal of these agencies he has acting in his own personal interest through his subordinates and agents endeavored to obtain from various agency in violation of the constitutional rights of citizens confidential information contained in conversations both electronic and documented to be initiated and conducted in a discriminatory manner, that were initiated and conducted in a discriminatory manner. I will stop there, but I can tell you that there are eight bullet points to that article. Furthermore, Article 3 of impeachment. Former President of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, Contrary to the oath to faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States and to the best of his ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States and in violation of his constitutional duty to take care that the laws be faithfully executed has failed without lawful cause or excuse to produce anything directed by duly authorized subpoenas. Wait, what does that tell you guys? That they've issued subpoenas to Barack Hussein Obama that have not been answered. Is this true? Who's done it? Who has done this? And this one has three bullet points. Impeachment is now obligatory. There is no going around this. There's no, well, you know, forget it. They'll make it look like we were dictating. He put the people of the nation in harm. His prejudice against... Let's put it in another context. Barack Hussein Obama was entrusted with the presidency and all powers vested to him by that title. He subverted our government... And his actions were intended to manifest injury to the people of the United States. And by injury, it means to hinder their right to an electoral affair and uh, transparent electoral process. He caused injury to the civil rights of many American citizens, not just by way of surveillance, but by way of propaganda attacks, by way of formulating and colluding with his former FBI director. Remember, Mueller had his term extended by Barack Hussein Obama to exceed the 10-year limit any FBI director made. Do you remember that? It was Mueller who he ensured would be placed as special counsel. This was all discussed in January. The wild card. The plan. Maybe he can thank Supreme Chief Justice Roberts. There's more to come. This selection of Bob Mueller was not random. It was targeted. The implementation of an actual special counsel was suggested And perpetuated by the people they inserted on the inside. This is why they mocked the president. This is why they laughed at the president. Because they knew that it would be impossible to infiltrate, to extract, to collect, or to, you know, put together the whole picture to take them down from the inside. But again... It is an army of digital soldiers, an army of retired persons that have worked for the government in any capacity, retired military, or just plain run of the mill, hacker for hire, <laughs> but not really hackers, but researchers, collators, journalists. And this is why it is the most important thing right now for us to do is to pay attention to the information that we are provided. For example, today it's been a really bad day for Wells Fargo. I'm telling you something I tweeted out. Wells Fargo handed over private bank records of Trump to Maxine Waters through a secret subpoena. Didn't advise, just went ahead and did it. It turns out that a young lady that was a banker at Wells Fargo knowingly opened accounts for people working for cartels. Oh, and isn't the Sinaloa cartel linked to Pelosi? Let's just put this in uh, a little box. Aren't most of the loans that Pelosi has through Wells Fargo? And another thing, when you stack a plane with cash to send it to Iran. Don't you need a bank to get that money? Don't you need a bank that would be discreet? Let's ask Wells Fargo. Did they assist in collating the currencies, the multiple different currencies that were required? Or did we just pull it out of the treasury? I mean, we could have, because we had Priya there, right? Priya was there. Priya, who had overseen, all the money is being transferred with Uranium One. Priya, who now works as a law, at a law firm in Chicago, Priya, we had her overseeing things. I mean, did it get pulled out of Treasury? I don't know. We should ask Wells Fargo. It seems like Wells Fargo has accounts for lots of people, not just cartels, but maybe, I don't know, caliphate people. You know, maybe people that had bombs in their closet that are concerned citizen advised of that were sitting in there for later use that were just, you know, announced what two days ago that was in the news cycle, but not a lot of people talked about it. I mean, you don't want to tell people that you've got Americans with bombs to try to perpetuate the whole Sharia law thing. I mean, Ilhan Omar would be really upset. She would tell you that you're sleeping on the job. She would insult Ben Carson for removing people that aren't entitled under the law for free stuff. You know, a guy, how does he know how to work? He doesn't know how to work. A guy who has spent on his feet at least 24 hours once in his lifetime executing a surgery. The longest I was on my feet assisting as a student in a surgical room was 13 hours. Huge surgery. Uh, You know, it's kind of funny how you can hold your pee during that, being honest. Um, But this is where we go insults. Insults. That is what they do. Insult. Why? Deflection. Why? Because they're guilty. Ilhan Omar is in a lot of trouble. She wasn't a refugee. She shouldn't have been awarded refugee status coming to the U.S. She had already gotten asylum in Kenya. She was living there happily for four years. Why did she apply to the United States if she was just fine in Kenya? Oh, let me guess. Recruiting the next batch, right? Tillerson. Let's revisit him because I... Talked about him last week and now people are kind of talking about him too. He should have just ate his salad when the president told him to keep his mouth shut. Because that's exactly what happened. Rex, just eat your salad. When he was talking with the Chinese. Why? Because, see, Rex was important. Rex needed to show us those connections from the Middle East to Africa. And, you know... Again, it's people working on the outside. We don't need insiders because the outsiders can ghost insiders. (laughs) That's the deal. And people don't seem to realize that, that outsiders can ghost insiders. That's how things can happen, especially when people have one goal and that's to do good. And that's to ensure that man is afforded the right to free will. And I know a lot of people don't see it, and it's a little bit out there, but, you know, we'll see creepy human skin guy talking next week. Um, Because from what I gather, what he has put forward into... Helping unravel this tangled web they weaved, so tangled that you can't even see the web. It just looks like one solid mass, but yet it's a web. You remember that there was one senator that put it forward, and I don't like him because he's itchy in a human suit. But it's funny how people will flip on a dime and do good for the sake of saving their own butts (laughs) so now we see a lot of people flipping on each other throughout all parties okay across all parties across all of them they are flipping on each other they are telling on each other they're not covering for each other it's done it is done pelosi is done You know, this is where a welfare check and a health check needs to be done. That's the way it is. Yesterday, they deflected really well, too. President Trump just wants a cover-up. He's covering up. He's part of a cover-up. Okay, since I'm covering up, let's declassify everything so everybody can see it. Oh, my God. President Trump is weaponizing classified information. Wait, didn't you guys say we need transparency? I just make it transparent so it doesn't look like a cover-up. But for some reason, now I'm covering up because I'm being transparent. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Schiff is now saying that the investigation into think about it, into how this Russia investigation started is un-American. Are you insane? I mean, doesn't the left, the insane left, want to know that point of impact, that moment that Trump became a Russian agent? Don't they want to know? Of course they do. They want to bask in it and say, ooh, look, see, Trump was a Russian agent all the time. He was colluding with Russia, right? Right. So why not let them see it? How is it un-American? I'm pretty sure that the left – like this is how it should be said. Why are they saying it's un-American? Doesn't everybody want to prove that Donald Trump was a Russian agent before he became President Trump? Doesn't everybody want to prove that he colluded with the Russians and he was in bed with them? So why not uncover all the intelligence and say this is why we started the investigation because of this? What's the this though? (laughs) The this is Hillary has to be president. That's the this. And that this, when it comes out, it will destroy the Democrats, the party in general, completely. All of them will suddenly get sick. Pelosi might have a stroke this weekend, you know, really stressed out. Maybe they might even orchestrate a fake hate crime hurting one of them so they can't work anymore. This is how it all goes. And You know, Nadler already fainted. <laughs> Let's see who else faints or has problems. I mean, I hear Maxine Waters is probably on the verge of getting really, really sick. Did anybody else hear that? Yeah, I'm hearing it. So let's take a listen to what President Trump said uh, as he was leaving for Japan to be the guest of honor. Take a listen.
3: attacks on the creature You're saying, wow, excuse me this just shows how fake you and the news are when you say when you say a personal attack did you hear what she said about me long before I went after her did you hear she made horrible statements she knows they're not true she made she said terrible things so I just responded in kind look you think Nancy's the same as she was she's not maybe we can all say that. But I think, I think, frankly, I think right now we are, I'm only speaking for myself, I want to do what's good for the country. I think Nancy Pelosi is not helping this country. I think the Democrats are obstructionists. They're hurting our country very, very badly. We can pass so many different bills right now, but all they want to do is investigate because they failed with Robert Mueller and the Mueller report. They want to try and get a do-over of the
0: Mueller report. They want to get a do-over of the Mueller report, yeah. But now they're going to do a do-over claiming that the intelligence community needs a special counsel. Watch. Watch. Watch who's going to ask for it. Watch. Because that's what people need to pay attention to. Their strategies to mitigate. Un-American? We'll, le- we'll let America decide that because everyone's applauding him fake news they should be in full panic mode because most of them are going to be on the unemployment line
4: hello my fellow patriots
1: my name is michael flynn jr and i am the proud son of general flynn your support of the last two years has been incredible and will never be forgotten If you'd like to continue supporting General Flynn, you can donate to our Legal Defense Fund. Any donation is welcome. To donate, go to www.MikeFlynnDefenseFund.org. Thank you, and God bless America.
4: How did you become addicted? A friend? Were you at a party and someone said, hey, try this? Then you got the cold sweats and started shaking. And the more you did it, the more it didn't work. So you switched to the needle. Now you're a train wreck, drinking, drugging, broke. Your family hates you, and you hate you. Get out of your hell on earth now. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline today for immediate help. In many cases, your insurance may cover the costs. We can't guarantee it, but we can guarantee we have what you need to change your life for the better. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 855-700-2978. 855-700-2978. 855-700-2978.
1: one eight hundred seven zero seven one two one nine.
2: Hey this is Leonora Cravota from Red State Talk Radio for my pillow. I used to have trouble sleeping. My pillow changed all that. I now fall asleep within moments of my head touching my pillow. That's how comfortable my pillow is with its patented interlocking fill. My pillow stays cool and does not go flat.
0: Welcome back to the Tory Sess Show. I'm your host, Tori. So we've got a long weekend ahead. Memorial Day weekend is what we've got. And we've got so much happening. So much panic. And you know, I think I should replay, I should really replay that um, video of Pelosi talking. Because we're seeing CNN pretty much coming up to her defense as if, you know, nothing is wrong with her. That what she said is fine and that uh, she sounds sound mind. And the concerns that we all have is that Pelosi couldn't stream... uh, She doesn't even know what decade she's in when she talks. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. She couldn't even articulate uh, the... Uh, what would you say? You She couldn't even articulate what the USMCA is. She was calling it something like a trade agreement <laughs> or um, how they would be dealing um, with the farmers. Or how, how did she say it? Oh, I need to find this video. And obviously technology is supposed to uh, provide ease, but it doesn't. This is important that we listen to it because she is unable to formulate coherent speeches. You know, she's just running through it. Take a listen to this. These are a few of them that she stammers through because, you know, we hear CNN saying that this video was doctored to make it sound slurred. Forget the slurring if you want to claim slow-mo. Let's take a listen to the millions of other examples
5: but the president's priority is his personal and political interest not the public interest yesterday as you know democrats went to the white house prepared to offer the president the opportunity to launch an historic infrastructure initiative we had met three weeks before the idea that we and was a good positive meeting about how we build the infrastructure of our country roads bridges mass transit Broadband in rural areas and in underserved urban areas as well, water systems, both wastewater and safe, clean drinking water, infrastructure for our satellites so that our technology works here. Uh, for all of these things, we were optimistic. We also were hoping for housing and school construction uh, as a further part of the conversation. But the question is how is it paid for? And the president was going to, the plan was, as we agreed at the meeting three weeks ago, the president was to present his proposals at yesterday's meeting. Well, everyone, uh, he started making, sending signals that he may not be, he might not be ready or interested. The night before he sent us a letter to Chuck Schumer and to me saying that he doesn't want to do infrastructure until we do the U.S., Mexico, Canada, If that's not the accurate. Some people call it after NAFTA. Some call it NAFTA 2.0. It's called the USMCA agreement. And that was a strange juxtaposition. But nonetheless, uh, the next day, you know what happened. I think what happened, he says it's because of cover up. And I know that that strikes a chord with him and he's afraid of cover up, but uh, afraid of being accused of cover up. But I really think that she already accused him. He knew the the one court decision was getting into territory that he did not want touched, and they did not allow the Mueller report, uh, Mueller investigation go into President's personal finances. So Mazur was a setback for him, and then he must have known the Deutsche Bank decision uh, would be consistent. But in any event, uh, to inoculate against uh, it, its Deutsche
0: um, Bank Germany,
5: guys, he he. For a stunt now I truly believe that the president has a bag of truly tricks and believe the white house has a bag of tricks that they save for certain occasions they don't necessarily apply to the occasion but they're a distraction which is his his master of distraction we will all agree on that that's something he does well to distract from problems that he has he changes it tries to change the subject and while he tries she to has say paralysis of I the floor of her up, left side of her, her mouth and our 9 o'clock meeting was a meeting we have anyway, so it had nothing to do with him. But I think what really got to him She's was the paralysis court of the cases left of face and too many facts that the House Democratic caucus is not on a path to impeachment. And that's where he wants us to be.
0: That's interesting. So as you as you realize, this is the person that's third in command. So if something happens to the president, something happens to um, the vice president, she would then be acting president. And if you just look at the video, people say she talks funny. One can say that she has bad dentures. But – um As someone who understands human physiology, I can tell you that the floor of her mouth is not able to articulate sounds. And it seems that her parietal... Uh, you know the muscles of of her face indicate um, a possible injury from stroke. Now I'm not her doctor, and obviously they won't let us see what her medical records are. But her being in that position and not knowing that the agreement is called the USMCA, not uh, th- this wasn't even a coherent. Um, Presser that she gave, uh, being accused of, uh, you know, uh, of a cover up and, uh, um, yeah, and possibly impeachment. Girl, there are people already working on the articles of impeachment that are not up for reelection to lose their seat in 2020. You're gone. She's suddenly going to get sick because what people need to realize is that California is under the scope. California, Newsom, Schiff, Pelosi, Waters. You're a state. You're not an independent nation. And things that you do there can be seen from people on the outside working through within. You know, it's kind of like this. Let's pretend... um, you have a, I do this all the time with friends. I mean, Scott Adams had, uh, been provided remote access to my computer to set some things up for the radio station, right? Um, sometimes you can use somebody else's inside spot to, you know, um, exploit information, not saying that, it's hacked remotely or anything. What people need to understand is that when you're working from the outside, you have a different broader perspective and it has breadth and depth as opposed to narrow and on the ground, uh, bird's eye view, as you would say. So those working on the outside are able to collect information that falls off kind of like crumbs off the table. And when you take these crumbs in the end, you get a loaf of bread and that is how you put it together and move forward. What you see today is that the media is on the defense. They are mitigating for the Democrats. They are using arguments that seem so trivial without touching upon actual facts. Facts are Assange is safe. Facts are that these espionage charges against him open up the door and create precedent to take down members of the media, for example, this New York Anonymous op-ed claiming to be within the White House. The information that Comey leaked we already know. Mark Straw. Ugh. No one's talked about him. You hardly find anything about him. Maybe there's a couple of articles, but you can see where he's at today. The media is in a lot of trouble probably why they're not talking about asan and probably why why they're putting it in the light of we need to save him we need to make sure he's safe we need to make sure he's pardoned like when i see this i'm like why aren't people understanding that this is part of it see you can be charged with espionage uh for i you know for I don't know, talking about, um, troops going to the Mediterranean and they'll say, well, you leak this information and you know, what benefit did the person that leak it leaked it? What relationship do you have with the leaker? If you have no relationship, uh, and there's no trade and there's no benefit for the person that released it to you, then there's no espionage. It's clearly freedom of the press. But when you sit down and have dinner and have relationships and you have visible defense or being your counsel for information that has been provided to your money exchanges or speaking parties or agreements or publications or book promotions or, 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 or or those are considered payments, forms of payment. Payment isn't always just cash. It's in product, right? It's called barter. So when you have barter in exchange for information, so that means you get paid or you get a benefit for providing information, that is in, in, in itself espionage because the arrangement was for these two parties to benefit uh, from this information being released. And in turn, this information being released would cause harm and uh, demonstrate the country in a more poorer light – So think of the past two and a half years what the mainstream media has done. They have demonstrated on a global platform that our administration at the moment is is chaotic, is incapable, is unable to function, is working against the interests of Americans. They've done all of this. They've weakened our country and thus in turn causing harm to our national security or getting where I'm going with this. And these leaks that have assisted in damaging the strength of our nation to our enemies are the result of espionage. You you have espionage. Why do we have espionage? Because they gather intelligence or information that when used against a nation can cripple it. Now think of all these mainstream media channels and publications that have had such information. Let's think about BuzzFeed and the dossier. Could that be considered espionage? Yes, if BuzzFeed paid for it. And who got paid for it? And which of these Republican senators were walking around with the dossier, passing it around to people? Tons of Republicans. I mean, the more you perpetuate and talk about it and share it, the more credibility you give it. That's exactly what they were doing. Mother Jones published it on the 31st of October, the story about the dossier. November 1st, the first person ever to speak about the dossier in detail was Senator Harry Reid. Nobody talks about Harry Reid, though. Where is Harry Reid? Wasn't he the one that had the dossier? Wasn't he sharing it with his ilk? Graham, you're not innocent. Your paws were all over it. Hoven. Tennessee Senators. We know who you are, Schumer. All your fingerprints, all over it. What benefit did you get? Did you get, wait, who got some extra stock in certain companies at that time period? That could be considered payment. This is how espionage happens. You gather intelligence, you gather information to distribute it in order to cause harm to a nation. What these mainstream media outlets have done is in itself harm to our national security. And I'm not saying they should sit there and talk and praise the president because they have to, but they shouldn't sit there and push conspiracy theories or leak unverified and fake information as fact as to cripple the stance of the United States when they stand against their enemies. For example, Adam Schiff many, many times has said that he has seen evidence of collusion with Russia and that the president of the United States is an agent of Russia. Aside from the fact that the Russians are laughing at it and they realize the war because they've dealt with the previous administrations and know exactly how things work here. They crippled the image of the United States. And so Adam Schiff should be the one we call to testify And show us the evidence. Who showed you the evidence? Where did you see this evidence? It's not in the Mueller report, even when it's unredacted. Please elaborate. Put your evidence where your mouth is. That is how it gets done. You know, I was, uh, a couple years ago, I was stating how Money is being funneled from the city of Minot that they are misusing FEMA funds, HUD funds, NDR funds, you know, everything that had to do with the flood. And they are doing their own thing. Well, it was only a couple weeks ago that the new mayor here and his business manager decided that they're going to take a trip to Norway uh, and use, you know, these HUD funds. And so I contacted them and said, all right, you're using these funds according to the paper and according to your announcement. Can you please provide me the justification as how if I'm sending the mayor with the choir of the Minot State University, how that contributes to the resilience of the city of Minot, how that contributes to rebuilding the city after the flood, how that is justified if audited by the HUD officials that this was a bona fide expense and they told me pretty much to piss off so I sent them emails and obviously I copied visibly so they can see the FBI HUD Ben Carson's office you name it turns out I was right they were told you are not allowed to use federal taxpayer money to enjoy this now as I was saying this and I had the evidence. The going narrative is, well, that woman's crazy. She's just saying it. Well, I'm not because the FBI is now investigating it. So it's all about putting it out there. So Schiff, you're crazy. Now answer that. Show us where your proof is because the proof has to be in the pudding. You have to demonstrate it. But no one has called him out. No one has brought him on CNN to say, all right, Adam, you know, this uh, Mueller report is so disappointing. It's not showing anything. You have been on our TV gracing us with your presence and you've done so many press conferences. So have you, Chuck. So if you Pelosi where there's evidence that President Trump committed high crimes and treason working with Russia. Can you please point that out? Why hasn't someone done that? If the mainstream media like Anderson Cooper who knew all along because Clapper told him that Obama started this whole investigation. If he was honest, why isn't he asking that question? If Jake Tapper is honest, why isn't he asking that question? Don Lemon, let me not get started because yesterday he apparently had some guy who's like the president of the black farmers. Like now we're categorizing farmers according to their skin color, please. Please. He had him on as a hate crime. Like he hasn't learned his lesson from Jesse Smollett. And I'm telling you this now and you remember this. Don Lemon's name are all over those documents. There will be discovery and you can see it. His name is all over those documents. I told you it was him that started this. It was him that perpetuated this. It was him, Don Lemon, who was in bed with the orchestration of this fake hate crime. Yet yesterday he was perpetuating another one on his show. The enemy of the people are not just the Democrats that are grasping onto power, but their minions, you know, their foot soldiers, the foot soldiers for the deep state, which Don Lemon laughed at its existence because he's also part of it. He's like the unsullied for like Khaleesi, right? Because he is unsullied. Because a reporter – that doesn't report factual news that doesn't hold you know their officials their their public officers the the state agencies the criminals they, if they don't hold them accountable they are not doing their job so in essence you are an unsullied they are all the unsullied army that just does and doesn't think because you know what the key was to the Game of Thrones Khaleesi Unsullied Army is that they would cut their little dinghies off so they had no urges. That's what the Unsullied meant, that they had no schlongs, no cojones, no perspective, no opinion, just simple foot soldiers. And this is exactly what the mainstream media is. Keep your eye this weekend. To see the narratives that they will be pushing to obfuscate the the inevitable with hoping that a last moment, hallelujah, hoping that Bill Barr will come through within the goalpost without shifting them. You can't shift them. How they are going to come to the defense of the Democrats, but none of them will question them. None of them. Not one of them will ask Adam Schiff to put his proof where his mouth is. Like I have not one of them will come to the table and say, I'm sorry, you said this about president Trump, but it seems like this. I mean, how is he covering up if he's declassifying everything that has to do with Russia? How, how is he weaponizing the truth? How is transparency weaponized? This is what you need to focus on. Look at how they're going to put it forward because there is no leg you can stand on. Right now, everything CNN is doing is supporting Nancy Pelosi that she's sane and has no problem when if there wasn't a problem, you wouldn't be talking about it. You don't have to look at that one presser that you say was slowed down. Look at the words she uses. She can't even formulate a sentence correctly. It's like me yesterday when I was talking about the D class. Well, it's the Russia D class, let's say. And Assange, I was kind of muffled with words and discombobulated because I was distracted. Pelosi is supposed to be focused on giving the presser. And yet her mind is distracted because it indicates that she is incapable of formulating a coherent thought because she is not physically able to schumer went ahead and made a similar statement let me get that up for you so that way you can see just how intangent they are now the new code word is uh what is it called um uh say it uh cover up Schumer sat there and said that they want to create jobs. I played this for you yesterday. And income and wealth for the average American. And it seems everything they're doing is trying to stymie that. That is what the president is trying to do. Listen.
3: We want the president to do infrastructure. We want our Congress to perform its constitutional responsibilities and create jobs, create income, create wealth for the average American. We can do both. It's clear the president doesn't want do any of that.
2: For the month of April, 263,000 jobs created, way better than economists were looking for, expecting only 185,000. Check out that unemployment rate, 3.6% continues to move lower. We are now at a 49-year low on the unemployment rate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. They are literally putting out lies and expecting you to accept it watching cnn yesterday aside from finding it as more of a comedic relief now for me i don't need to watch ridiculousness reruns or comedy central or watch coming to america for the like 500th time i could just turn on cnn though i do get infuriated watching them because I'm actually thinking there are people that are that dumb that listen to them, and I need not look further than the, the, the than the people that claim to be patriots. They're one in the same. Unless the news comes out from you know this person or that entity or this place or this website, this forum, this board, this video, this YouTube, I'm not listening. It's the same thing with the left. Because people don't use critical thought. Here's where you're going to see their new strategy this weekend. They have a long weekend while the president is away in Japan. They're not going to have much to do in Japan. They can't talk smack about him. I mean, did many of them mention that he is the guest of honor? I don't think so. But he's going there as the guest of honor. And so this weekend, the only thing they're going to be doing is mitigating. And people that are in D.C. should be paying attention to the meetings between congresspersons, specifically those of the Democratic Party. Hopefully we get people coming forward to comply. I mean, you would hate to supposedly be a public servant and have made millions while working as a public servant. How does that work? I work as a public servant and I make gajillion dollars from... Nothing to something. I mean, look at Ocasio-Cortez's new portfolios. That's something people should be looking at. Ilhan Omar, Rashida, people need to look at the money, follow the money, and then look at the people that aren't making money this year, that have not made a lot of money this year. Those are the ones that are going to sing like canaries. I'm going to tell you this again and I'm going to reinforce it. Probably revisit it again in June. There is a secondary special counsel that will be proposed. This will be proposed to investigate the intelligence community. A secondary special counsel cannot investigate the intelligence community when the intelligence community has pockets that are not available to many people aside from a handful. And I can almost assure you that the majority of those persons that are contracted have been purged. On that note, it's Memorial Day weekend. Go buy your mattresses and keep your eyes on the news cycle and pay attention to what their strategy is. Because bad things come in threes and they just got their bad threes. They have it as bad. We have it as good. I'm game. From all of us here at Red State, I wish you a great evening, a great weekend. And for those that have kiddos that finish school, have fun because I'm one of them. Have a great weekend. God bless. See you here on Monday.
3: We're a long way from the suits in D.C. But close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mound's get steeper. They grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper. Just to bury my
5: kids right up to there.